Oh man. I want to, so, uh, we had a listener tell us a thing that we don't know if it's true or not, but boy, do we hope it is. It's one of those things where I've thought about looking it up to try and determine if it's real, but that ruins the fun of it. Like, what yeah. if it ends up not being real? Then we're that I don't get to live in a world where that doesn't exist. So, well, tell us what it is, Austin. Uh, I don't, I'm getting there. I'm trying your expository style of building up a lead, and then you know, just got to do it in the right order. <laughs> Anyhow, so apparently, uh, when it comes to like female-born, assigned female at birth, bodybuilders, once they build so much muscle mass, Mm -hmm. yeah, AFABs, once they build up so much muscle mass and, like, have gotten so strong and built their bodies up to a certain point, they lose all bladder control or, like, lose a large degree of bladder control. Yeah. And that there's apparently some sort of device that they wear, like, not a diaper, but that they put in or wear while they're like performing so that they don't piss themselves but like that's not always effective in that at bodybuilding competitions <laughs> there's a guy who's like the designated like piss mopper upper why is it gotta be a guy <laughs> I, <don't> <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I feel like it should be a female child <laughs> wait why a female child <laughs> just for fun <laughs> Just it's in the rules. It has to be an eight-year-old female orphan. <laughs> Look, my mama did this, and my mama's mama did it before her. <laughs> You're going to learn a lot about the world this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one ever told you that little Annie orphan, her job was little wiping up Annie. piss. <laughs> I just love that, that like, you, what if you're practicing your poses and it's just like a horse stream? Because they can't have... Oh, man. Because you're in the middle, too, of like, there's a 130 pounds, I don't know what's reasonable to say in this case, uh, above your head with a barbell, 400 pounds. What do they do? No, it's not weightlifting. It's bodybuilding. So they're not lifting weights. They're just like building muscle mass, right? I thought when you said they were performing, I thought maybe they would lift weights or something. No, it's just all poses and stuff what? like that. They, yeah, there's they no do gay poses? Yeah, you've never seen a bodybuilder I how I just no I guess I just thought the pose I, I've seen that like on a magazine cover they do a competition where they pose off yeah yeah there's you like, have a pose you're, off you're doing poses to like emphasize certain like muscle groups and like so you can oh, flex yeah, certain muscles so and you you're can, just like, judged based on how they look I guess so and yeah That's and like the awful. different types of tone I hate and that definition so much because I'm also just imagining it'd be one thing if they were choosing like the people with the best looking muscles but I like, like I always have different tastes than the dog show people too Oh those people are I mean? all fucking crazy They want like the extremes of their weird dogs whereas like I want someone to look really nice but I feel like these bodybuilders who win are going to have like elaborate huge gross grotesque muscles Yeah they're all grotesquely Ugh. oversized So then you think of those people doing those little namby pamby little poses <laughs> it's just and like pissing themselves. and then pissing themselves only the women though not the men apparently or probably i mean maybe i'm sure at least one man has pissed himself well yeah one male-bodied person it's happened but like i just love the idea that these ladies are like like at some point like you know it happens once the first time right you piss yourself do you not then go like oh shit maybe i should pull right. back it's like no nah, this is worth it i'm gonna keep on pissing myself to get bigger muscles that's where i'm at yeah oh, and also again it's like uh, yeah they have their they have each other as peers they know each like they 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 watch their sisters pissing themselves and the, you know they're higher ups and everything like th- there's there's yeah. no way this is a secret 
and they do yet it anyways. they do it anyway. But boy, there's got that's got to be just a dream job situation for someone who has a piss fetish to be the right. piss mopper. <laughs> oh man, you just show. find that job on Craigslist, right? <laughs> <laughs> they post it on Craigslist, going, you know what? <laughs> Look, ten dollars an hour, but lots of benefits so if you're pee. the right person. If you're into mostly people's pee. <laughs> like we're not gonna ask questions if we see you sniffing it a little bit and maybe like for some of the mo- the bodybuilders peeing themselves in public is their fetish so they actually just got into bodybuilding That's in order do to do it yeah mm-hmm. because that was a socially acceptable way to pee themselves in front of a bunch of people <laughs> like it's just like they not only wanted to pee themselves but they wanted to do it with a big audience and they were like i can't just open like this <laughs> like <laughs> what's a profession <laughs> Uh, so maybe that's what it all is. Maybe they and then they, or Most maybe people be, when they're in there working out, they're like, no pain, no gain. They're like, no pain, no piss. No pain, no piss. <laughs> no pain, yeah. no They've piss. all got t-shirts. They're all in on it together, and they have like big orgies of peeing on each other. I mean, hopefully, pose over my face and piss on it. Just they find each other on like apps. They can't have tiny streams either, right? Like no, that's gotta these be are like forceful, like thick horse taking they, a piss. They've got, you got to drink a lot of water for those muscles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're hydrating. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, you know. And if anyone's listening and they're you're super into piss, it's just like maybe consider getting into this profession. You know, what in some deg- way. What if they have like an underground competition for their pissing? So kind of like how it's like a back alley thing that happens. Like after mm-hmm. hours, once we're done, we're all really here. And what they do is they try and see who has the strongest stream. Like mm-hmm. you know how like when you have a water hose. Oh, like at the has, like, state little... fair where you could do the water yeah. gun and you shoot the little yeah. thing that goes. You're, away. Tr- okay. you're trying to get it into that s- straight yeah. and as hard as possible. Like how so you know there's like the multiple choice water hoses like. Uh-huh. One's a shower, one's just a spray, but there's that one that's like a jet thin yes, stream. Yeah. You're going for that. Right. We can like carve like a, your name into sure. the dirt. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, during win- winter times, they can you know, they can carve the ice, but otherwise they could like uh they could put little target things uh on the like near the ground and then they could like be suspended. They I just have that carnival set up in the back that they're just right. trying to piss into. But I'm just trying to see how they could how could they could aim. I guess some women can aim or some female body people can aim. Like if if you put your fingers around your urethra. Yeah. Like you can kinda because I don't know, my first ex wife said she did that. She would like well she said she always because if she didn't adjust it before she peed, it would it would pee up. Like when she would sit down to pee um, she still had to like push her urethra down because its natural position was like that it would facing outwards up. I have never heard of that. I mean before. that. I mean I'm familiar with the experience just having a dick where it's sure. like I kind of have to always push it down a little bit, or like if I have like a boner, it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> Trying to yeah. pee with a boner <coughs> is a or- fucking Olympic like activity like how difficult it is sometimes like, well, like how just, what what happens with that it's just uh, super hard to do it's not super why but, you just mean like to like kind of get yourself well, to pee so well there's first the act of like yeah being able to actually get myself to piss it's like okay. i don't necessarily want to piss while i've got like a super big heart on or whatever uh-huh. and you th- think it'd be easier th- to aim but it's easy. You can aim with it, but the thing is, like, you can't bend it down at all. So, like, if you're standing to piss in a toilet that's like, you know, at pointing at a forty-five degree angle away from your dick down. Wait, hold on. Sorry, di- I was spaced out. What? <laughs> I well, I was thinking about some other dick topic. Back up. 
what were you saying? I'm just saying it's hard to bend your dick downwards if it's like oh, rock hard. Oh, so if it's rock hard, up. but you could you'd have to like bend your body. Yeah, you kind of have to bend over, or if you sit down, you kind of have to like lean forwards and like and put it in. It, yeah. But then like I've had my dick like rub against the inside of a toilet oh, bowl, no, and it's just like no. the, the amount of times my dick has Fuck. hit like a toilet bowl no, or no, toilet no, no, water. No, no. It's I hate nasty. it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's so bad. I hate it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, pissing with and like the uh, there have been times when I've been drunk with a boner uh-huh. and like just gone to the bathroom and just like pissed in the shower, just like let it hit the towel yeah, wall. I see. It's like I'm not I'm, t- I'm not trying to fuck with this right now. Interesting. It's not worth it. Yeah, that's wild. It's harder for me to though to pee when I'm aroused. Um, the you know so th- there is that that element that I can recognize. Because uh, you said it's par- partly that kind of like almost psychological, like dynamic of being like, uh, like the re- getting yourself to release yeah. your pee when you're aroused is kind of hard. So like that is, do you is that true for you? you oh, for sure, yeah. So that what that what happens there? Like that's very similar to just what it's like for me in general with shy bladder. That feeling of like ah, but it just kind of kind of like you happening. need to sneeze but can't. Yes, but you know you need to, but yes. you just can't. Yes, yeah, that sounds like hell. It's awful. <laughs> it's truly awful. Anyway. This is the Gender Fluids podcast with Austin Smart and Ariel Mortman. If you want to follow us on social media, find us on Twitter at GenderFluidsPod, on Instagram at GenderFluidsPodcast, on FetLife under GenderFluids, and just put GenderFluids into any search bar you can find to find us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Enjoy the episode, y'all. talk about sending naked pictures to people okay do you do it a lot have you ever done it before uh i do not do it a lot i have done it before so because i remember like when we when we were doing the live gender fluid setting up a mm. fet life you were you kind of like offhandedly mentioned like yeah i don't really send people sexy pictures like these are like one of the few sexy pictures i've ever actually taken I, so well i just think yeah it's super that was interesting because i've like you sent a lot not as much as i used to but i for sure did in the past so specifically like webcam stuff and Uh like random like chat roulette like sex things i was like very into in high school and stuff because like gay kid in a small town for sure i'm sure i would have been way into chat roulette in your shoes yeah and so but I've always been pretty comfortable sending naked pictures because, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, someone already has a file somewhere with me in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to come out eventually. So I might as well just trust these people mm-hmm. and, like, gift them these naked pictures. You, um, you fit your faces in them? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you. I'm very identifiable in these pictures. Okay, um, gotcha. Cool. But I just thought it was interesting that you didn't send a lot of naked pictures like i one of the girls that i've been seeing uh that's like how we like met was like we like matched on tinder and then we just like started sexting while i was at work and like sending naked pictures to each other yeah and like uh 
from there, I was like, oh, well, I guess we should hook up, actually, and like become a really great thing. It was just interesting because it was definitely like, there are people who don't like sending naked pictures and who don't like re- getting them or receiving them, yeah. right? Like, it's not a fun thing for them. It's stress-inducing. But it was felt kind of rare to find someone who's like, yeah, not only do, am I into this, like, I want to, like, have this be an active component of our relationship, sure. right? Where we, like... It's nice when, yeah. you, when you do it. Uh, I mean, I always love receiving them. Um, although, every now and then someone sends you one where you're like, hmm, you thought that was flattering? Hmm, yeah. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, same is true for faces. So... when What context did you send them in? Okay, so I'll say this. I if I if there's been any nudity, I have kept my face out of it. That's something I've I've preferred to do. Um, but I my I've left my face in some mostly for the FetLife profile. Usually, even if it's just like a sexy picture, I keep I'm my talking face naked out. pictures, not just like. Well, that's the thing. But like for me, that's like nudity is is such a thing, and it's so vulnerable that to me, I'm like, no, no, no. You have to expand this for me to be able to like have a part in it because I don't think I've ever sent a naked picture. Really. Um, Interesting. Ah. Crazy. But here's the thing. I hate my boobs. So that's just like, like my, like I look, the parts of me that look best are visible. My face and my <laughs> legs are the best looking parts of me. So it's just like, well, it's just all downhill from here. Like you're not going to, it's not a good, I mean, my, I have a great looking vagina, I guess. I don't you know, I've been told whatever, as far as they go. <laughs> um, but I'm like, that's, I don't know. And now, now you got to figure out how to shoot that. I'm like, I make take that seriously. No. So like. But I could do a sexy picture. Like there's a certain way that I can position my body and my clothes, and I I can use my hips and whatever. Like I like sexy pictures, but it's just like I don't, I don't, my I don't have a sexy body. Not to me. And again, yeah, yeah dysphoria. I also just put my weight there, so that's not great. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't do you get I, asked for naked pictures a lot? Uh yeah, or for sexy pictures, it'll be funny because I'll be receiving them for a while, and then finally they'll be like, "Well, what about you know?" And I'm just, but I what I I I I have learned ways to take sexy pictures, and I can send sexy pictures, and people just have to be satisfied with that. So I'm like, I'm gonna send you the oh, pictures yeah. that I like with the way I look. Um, I'm not gonna, yeah. So. Well, yeah. There's no need to go outside your comfort zone just for some sort of like bullshit quid pro quo. Quote. Right, exactly. Like Jeez, th- that's I'm, not how quid pro quo. Yeah. I'm slurring the fuck out of my words. I'm not even drunk. That's not. Yeah, that's not how relationships don't work in a yeah tit for tat. It's like uh, you both bring the good stuff you got to the table. So like yes, yeah, so, but I mean I have a good ass sort of like I I can you know I can work with certain parts of my you know I can, yeah. But it's just I think like all things, your body's probably a lot better than you give it credit for, just due to your general level of pickiness. Yeah, but really... I mean, I'm not trying to convince you otherwise. Like, it, it's not, like, an argument worth having. I really just, just like, hate my boobs, so... Well... It's just a central thing for nudity for my people. I, it took me a long time to learn how to take a good naked picture. Well, yeah. Because, like, I... You know, I think everybody has issues with their bodies mm-hmm. to varying degrees. Some people, it's, like, a much bigger deal than others, right? But, like... For me, it took a while to, like, figure out my angles and figure out how to, like, take a picture of my naked body that doesn't look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's like what we were talking about uh, a while back where it was like, you know, 
everyone's like, I'm an individual. It's like, no, let's take our clothes off and we'll see really how individual we all are. Like Mm -hmm. that's, it's just another level. Yeah. Vulnerability and revealingness, but it's also like, I have such an issue with like porn as is where it's like, what's this lighting? Mm-hmm. What are these angles to where when I'm like tra- taking pictures, I've downloaded like self-timing camera apps so mm-hmm. I can like set the camera up and like get the dildo back in my ass and okay. get bent in the right direction to get like a good <laughs> angle. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. And then I have to worry about like what my facial expression is. Like it's a lot to coordinate. Right. Like it's hard enough making like a nice happy face when you're just taking a picture with somebody, but to make like a semi pleasured like face and to hold it Mm -hmm. and not look like you're like missing half a chromosome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to coordinate. Um, well you're a trooper and yeah, maybe if I put the effort that you put into it, I could figure out how to take a good, um, nude pick, but what do you think you should do with naked pictures you get from people? Masturbate to them? What do you mean? No, but I'm saying like how do you think there's like an expiration limit? Oh no, I don't delete, delete anything. I mean you should for sure, one hundred percent. I Why still do you think have you should? I still have naked pictures of my first ex wife. It's absolutely wrong of me to have those. Um because that's not mine to have anymore. But like I just don't do it because and it's just not that I ever even look it's just on my iCloud or my files somewhere or whatever. I don't even know. And I don't even care. It's just like I don't like I am like a pack rat about those things, but, but it's fun. There's a like evil part of me that's like, ha ha ha. I still have these naked pictures. And that's why I think it's wrong. Cause that evil part of me is, <laughs> I'm like, well, that can't be good. See, I think it's the opposite. I don't, I don't think it's wrong that you have them. Right. Well, like, it, I think in some, some exes it's like, yeah, totally sure. But with, with, uh, someone that you, left four days after you married them i don't know you know she hates me whatever i i think because here's how i I, in my head anytime you send i just got turned on to this idea and i really enjoy it it's that whenever you're sending naked pictures to somebody you're gifting them that picture yeah that's true that is now their picture unless you say to someone i need you to delete this after seven days or i need you to delete this if you break up if you don't say that Absolutely, you just fucking gave that picture, so thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I really like the idea of naked pictures as intimate presents that you give each other, where it's like, yeah, I'm giving you a picture of me naked. Like it's, totally. you can do with it what you will. Yeah. Please don't show all your friends. Don't be a dick. And but, then some people are yeah. like, please do show all your friends. Yeah, <laughs> and that's even better. <laughs> I love it. Like, do you think there's something wrong? So there's a difference between like you getting a naked picture. Mm-hmm. From someone you're sleeping with and mm-hmm. you showing a fuck ton of people, like going to your whole friend group or somebody, mm-hmm. something like that versus you getting a naked picture and you going to your best friend like, dude, you got to see this. Totally. Do you think like I think those two things are different. I think the yeah. second one's OK. Yeah. But I think the first one's wrong. But there are some people who th- are like, no, once you get that, you show nobody. OK. But again, did the person say show no one? Because a lot of people get pictures and they don't say anything. Some people yeah. are like, please don't show everybody. You know, like it, d- it really depends. And also don't show everybody is not the same as don't, don't show, show anybody. your best friend. Right. I'm assuming that like when I send naked pictures, they're sexy enough that like you're going to want to show somebody but, like, dude. Yeah. Look at if this. the picture looks good. Yeah. You're going to show somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as you're cool with that. Yeah. Just don't. I mean, don't send a naked picture to someone if you're not cool with at least their best friend seeing it. 
It's I also, think that's pretty good. It also doesn't seem fair. It's like you should be able to enjoy that with another person. Yeah, it's almost like it doesn't exist if you don't show it to your friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need someone else to pat you on the back for a hot piece of ash you're pulling in. Hell yeah. I'm not to say that I show every naked picture to every person, all my best no, friends, who has right? The time? But yeah. <laughs> with as many as we get. Yeah. <laughs> We just have a slideshow up at our apartment at all times of naked pics that people are sitting at just <laughs> rolling in. Oh, man. That'd be great. I just thought how fun it would be to read some of the reviews that you guys have written that we are so grateful for each and every one. <laughs> SPP, SPP97 says... Got tired of hearing y'all tell me to write a review and feeling guilty for having not. Happened around the 13th episode. Love this podcast. Thank you. That is all we need. It's a bunch of people feeling guilty doing this. That is exactly what you should be doing. Wanda Window says, The first few episodes were a little weird, but Ariel and Austin quickly found their footing and have been putting out quality episodes ever since. My girlfriend and I have been, have have fun time listening together and arguing over the outlandish topics Austin and Ariel cover. Personally, I love the Fetish of the Week segment the best, but can't wait to hear what other situations Ariel's weird sex D&D character gets into. Love Love Ellie Jane says, Do we talk about sex? Yes. Do we talk about gender? Yes. Do we get a little kinky? Obviously. Are we maybe high right now? You bet your bottom dollar. If any of these questions slash answers sound like a hoot and a half to you and you love open conversation about gender, sex, and sexuality, this podcast is for you, honey. So please just do yourself a favor. Take a listen and let your ears be filled by the beautiful queer magic that is gender fluids. Isn't that just the nicest thing? Um... Okay, AKAI87 says, I was pleasantly surprised by the content. As someone who steers clear of any sex discussion, I was afraid the subject matter would be too much for me. Not the case. I appreciate the cringy parts, the openness, and the opposing points of view, which range from what is considered normal to deviant attitudes about sex and gender. Good job. Wow, he doesn't like any sex discussion. How did you find this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, it's like if so you I don't, don't like talking about fucking, but let's go to the podcast right. that's all about fucking. Yeah, how did he get to it? He must have be like, I don't like talking about sex with anybody else ever. Like he he doesn't want to talk to anyone it's else like about it, but he wants to, to listen to it. You know, he needs that private outlet. Yeah, maybe he's obsessed with sex and he's just like well, like he wants to read about it and listen about it, but he just is too like too afraid to talk about it. Which is pretty tight. You have this whole world going on. No one else knows about. All right. KGSTT says, in love with this podcast, Austin and Ariel, spelled wrong, but that's fine, talk about all the sex and such without getting too serious. They take what people talk, uh, they take what people talk too seriously about in a more conversational, fun way that everyone can learn from. And I appreciate that. And we appreciate you, KGSTT. I uh, love each and every one of these. And I, as promised, masturbate to each one. So. Um, please continue leaving them and I mean if you want to make Austin happy just say this podcast rocks uh, word count met or whatever yeah or just type in hail Satan hail Satan hail Satan hail Satan that would be great yeah and that will make me happy too but you know if you want to leave a heartfelt thing about it if you want to yeah if you want to leave a comment that'll make me happy just write hail Satan hail Satan hail Satan 
Also, you know, we told them like in the first episode that to, to leave 500 reviews so that we could know how big your dick is. But we also told them to, to go ahead and like in your review, mention in their review, mention be like, hey, we're just trying to figure out how big yeah. Austin's dick is. And no one has done that yet. So or I'm a little just disappointed. Take just take guesses. And yeah, you the don't even have to reference it. can be like a comment section, essentially. You get one yeah. shot to put out your Austin dick size theory. Yeah. And hey, whoever's the closest... Um, we'll win a free koozie. Just putting that out there. I'll fuck you if you get it. Actually, right, there you go. <laughs> if you get, if you guess my dick size, right down to like I would say like within like a sixteenth of an inch. Okay. You got to be like right on. Okay, within a sixteenth of an inch. So we want sixteenths. Uh, when you leave your guess about how big Austin's dick is, I want to go ahead and hear like five and one sixteenth, that kind of thing. Um. Uh. Yes, yeah, so, but you'll fuck whoever is closest for sure. Like, what if they are? I mean, so please, I'm any, not anyone, flying to you. But yeah, you have like, to come here. You for sure. have a, fa- a pass. Like, look, yeah, if you nail Morbidly it. Morbidly obese. I'm telling anybody. No limbs. <laughs> That's even better. Uh, any- wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait. What would be bad? I don't know. It would be like it- burn victim. Like, like what's his face? I'm telling you, dude. Deadpool, whatever. No, you would have to work really hard for me to like not want to fuck you. But also, like, That's especially true. since I like... You just want to for the novelty with most of this. Well, not only that, but it's like, if I tell you, like, I'll fuck you, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, it yeah, becomes, a promise like, is not... a promise. Yeah. That's a good point. So, yeah, whoever is the closest, Austin will fuck you. I'll watch. Yeah, if sure. You're interested. Okay. You're not going to bother me. <laughs> I assume as much. Um cool so yeah get those reviews in we are trying to beat some of these other queers who are making podcasts um all right and then from hp girl 1746 i grew up a mormon in new ariel when we were teens it's eye-opening to hear her recounts of mormonism the internal struggles she had slash has still and identifying with a lot of it austin sounds like the kind of girl i'd have a blast hanging out with just the right amount of raunchy humor and varying sexual interest and curiosity would love to meet her someday. Look forward to listening to each new episode and seeing how Austin will make Ariel squirm with a new taboo topic. I mean, I know we grew up to. I have no idea who that is, though. HP Girl 1746. Anyway. That's hilarious. It makes me sound like, for some reason, it makes me sound like President like Bush to your Obama. Where it's like Ariel has like this like nice genuine struggle. Austin <laughs> passes the beer test. Where it's like I want a beer with him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, you are more fun to have a beer with me uh, a lot of times. So yeah, because having a beer with Ariel is like having this <laughs> podcast where it's like let's sit down and have a conversation. It's like oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> hey, how have you been? Well, I've been thinking about my gender a lot recently. No shit. <laughs> okay. Word. <laughs> What about? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Apparently, we have a large concentration of listeners in Kansas mm-hmm. for some reason, which is creepy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, well, Kansas. You're a little odd. A lot of people into fucking animals and a lot of Kansans. <laughs> I mean, like, at least, like, tech Kansas is just a little too quiet about it, right? Like, yeah. I don't trust them. Like, at least Texas. Texas is fucked up, but we're, like, open and honest. Like, yeah, things are a little rowdy down here. Like, maybe, Kansas makes maybe me Maybe Kansas is where that guy who doesn't like to talk about sex, but it's is from. listening to our podcast is from. Yeah, him. I can see that. It seems about right. Maybe Kansas is all like that, where they're like, we don't talk about sex. We all just listen to podcasts from around the country. 
And it's so great. We welcome you, our Kansan listeners. We're you're you're our number f- one fan. We're a new state. fetish. We took the whole masturbate to your voice thing, literally. Mm-hmm. And now we now only we, masturbate to gender fluids. We oh. get together. Oh, please write us in if you only masturbate to gender fluids. Or have at least once. <laughs> or have at least. Yeah, exactly. Just if you have ever masturbated while listening to us, even have, incidentally. Have you masturbated listening to gender fluids? No, probably not, but... I have. <laughs> not on purpose. editing and stuff? Yeah, I had yeah. it on. I was, like, listening to it, but then I, like... If it's, like, a stretch that's, like, going really well for a while, uh-huh. like, I'll just be on my computer, so I'll be bored, and I've definitely, like, ended up pulling up porn and, like, just been <laughs> scrolling, like, through Tumblr and just playing... I'm just going to get off real quick. <laughs> just like masturbated uh-huh. while gender fluids is playing I in the see. background. Yeah. Well, that, again, incidentally. And, 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 and for, our, for our readers, even if it's incidental. That it you, counts. Yeah. Please let us know. <laughs> and if you just want to do it and just to write it, that's fine too. Just go, go tonight or just right now while you're listening. I'll start masturbating. And then just write us in later in your review. You can say, <laughs> so good. I just started masturbating today. Whatever. Oh, well, do they get rid of reviews like that, or are those fine? No, I think we'd have to report it. Type. And I'm not going to report it. Obviously. I'm not a fucking snitch. Yeah, you can say anything you want. <laughs> <in our> reviews, <laughs> like, and please do. Fucking go for it. Here's the thing. So this is actually funny. This is the thing. This kind of leads into a thing that happened to me today. Okay. Keep so, talking. I need a beer. Um, essentially, like, you know, we do talk about a lot of really disgusting things. And, like, we are fine, like, using super vulgar language, right? Well, today when I was hooking up with this girl I've been seeing, uh, she she was, like, finally, like, hey, like, uh, you know, like, will you like spank me and stuff? Like, we were moving into like more kinky categories and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, you know, is there anything? One thing I always ask people is like, is what do you like to be called? Is there anything you like to be called? Like, while you're in that space, anything you don't like to be called? Yeah. And she was like, I like being called a little slut. Yeah. Now, and for me, I was like, okay, for sure. But here's the thing: I don't dirty talk ever. Oh, then why would you ask what she wants to be called if you don't dirty talk? Well, because when I'm doing like a spanking thing, it's nice. Like unless they just want to be them and have it be a fun kind of like we're playing around and spanking. Uh-huh. It's nice to have like a name to use to keep somebody like in a sub headspace. So it's like you're being you're doing such a good job. You're being a good little boy right now, aren't you? Right. Okay, so little boy would be the kind of thing that yeah. Some people, so it's what like are some little, other examples? Well, so she likes being called like a little slut. So it's like right, but. She, but I mean, like besides little boy, that kind of thing. Little boy, like little slut, like you know, you can. Some people want to be called just like bitch or whore. Some people want to be called right. slave. But those are those are all f- easy for you. But little slut becomes dirty talk. Well, so little slut for me is like different because it's kind of degrading. As opposed to bitch and whore. Well, I, I don't use those ever. You just oh. ask for other examples. Oh, okay. What I was just thinking, because you're asking, I would think that if you, but those ask, never come. What my point being is, this has never come up really before. Yeah, that's what's crazy Except to me. For the one time, like most people have like a more kink specific thing, like slave, or they want to be like, yeah, like like a yeah, you're my good little girl, aren't you? Like. But that doesn't feel like dirty talk to you. But it's it's nice. I'm not calling them a name or anything okay. that's like. 
I'm not calling him a faggot or like a oh, whore. You, or oh, a you mean like dirty like, talk that's um like that's toxic. like verbally degrading, yeah. right? Good little girl isn't a degrading kind I of see. like phrase. And so Oh, you're like a friendly spanker. Okay, that's creepy as fuck, but whatever. No, not friendly, but like I don't like in I've never been into verbal degradation or that's degradation. Crazy to me. Like I don't like it being done to me and I'm not into doing it to other people. And so like it was really weird for me to try and figure out a way to use it that didn't feel bad. Cause like, I'm going to be like, yeah, you're a good little slut. Aren't you? Like, that's just not who I am. Like, I can't say that and make it feel real as opposed to like, I'm more like when I found out about myself doming is like, I'm more of like a, like a calm, aggressive, like calm dominant kind of how uh-huh. you like dominate a dog where it's like no no we're not doing that oh that's such an interesting as opposed to like a mean or like sadistic or like right. uh really aggressive like dominant person right well i think you would have to in the character of a slow uh like kind of um purposeful dom mm-hmm. uh i think you, i mean it takes a lot of commitment but you would have to like lean into her like slowly move and like do those things and then lean into her ear and just be like you know all right you little slut you like you would have to to take yourself seriously but but it's that's very it was really hard to vulnerable like in the middle of it because it was also it's like the thing i never felt comfortable like i'm fine doing it out of anger towards somebody right Mm -hmm. i'm fine using those words like on stage, like purposely be insulting. Okay, but in, if you're <laughs> in anger, you would call someone a slut. Well, I'm saying like I could, right? Like I'm fine, oh, like funny. saying those things. Like if I was like angry and I would like knew it would hurt somebody, and I was in an argument with them, I'm fine, like Whoa. doing that. What? No, I just like that's interesting that you're fine with it. Like I don't think that I could call someone a slut in anger. I mean, I wouldn't ever do it, but I'm saying it's like a thing that like I would feel more comfortable with than like oh, using it sexually. More right? comfortable in anger than sex. Yeah, where it's like okay. if I knew if like you just pissed me off and like I knew for some reason it would like really dig you'd be like, you're a fucking little slut. Like uh-huh. I would rather say that like in an actual argument oh, okay, I see. than like in like a sexual context or like, yeah, you little oh, slut. Oh, for sure. If I was angry at a friend and it was like I you know, I don't think to a lover I would be but but if I were mad at you and I was like, you know, you're just a fucking slut. Like, yeah, I could totally yeah. do that in a way where it would yeah, be too. Yeah. yeah. A dirty talk for me is just it generally a, a huge source of vulnerability that I would love to get better at being able to do it. It's very hot to me. I love when other people do it. I can text the shit out of dirty talk. But yeah, see, I'm good at writing it or in person. Yeah, good, good at writing it. It's so fucking vulnerable like, to say that shit out loud. Yeah, and here's the thing: is you know we do say horrible things on stage, so it's not the content <laughs> yeah. that's the problem. It's like I'm a writer at heart in my head, and so like in that situation, I'm always worried about like the timing of what I'm saying, and like mm. does it make sense grammatically, and like is this the right feel that I'm getting across? Like I can't. Once I bring talking into it, it feels like so much work. right where it's like because that's what was like worrying me today was like we were doing this and i was like i didn't know exactly she's still like a newer partner so i don't know exactly what she's into or what her style Mm. of like being called little slut is and so i'm trying to be the right types of dirty like a good middle ground dirty but dominating but not too much anything and like feel it out because we didn't have like extensive like talks about how she wanted to like be called a little slut and spanked, yeah. right? And so 
but dirty top for me is generally that way. I think I've said this on here a couple of times, but it's like whenever like I'm having sex with somebody and if I ever am like, Oh yeah, say this. And like they say that thing and then they vary off their script. Right. It's like, no, stop. Like that's my, I can't, I'm now I'm rewriting right. in my head. Right. Words are so particular and yeah. And vulnerable. True. That's like, I need. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. About it. That's a big part of it is like when someone says, cause sometimes someone will say something to you and then it's like, obviously your turn to then say your dirty talk bit. And, but my head just starts racing with like, I'm going to tr- test it out. I need to, <laughs> yeah, you know, the comic in you comes out and you're like, fuck, I need it. Well, should I, is it cock, co- you know, cock in mouth or put, you know, like you got to like figure out the yeah. different. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which word is the right feeling. Right. And then you lose the moment. Right. And like particularly today, I, th- this actually came up on the phone with um, my boyfriend and like we had been, this is one of these situations where we'd been having uh, a bit of a, an argument and so then you're having like makeup phone sex but i'm like no i'm so but i can that's weird moan though well it's like just like a little mini thing but it's like what you what you can do makeup phone sex i don't think i've ever heard of that i don't know that i ever that's had it before yeah. today so it's just like it's just a little bit of just a little bit of it. how do you have do you have a lot of phone sex um, no, because of this issue, right? I'm not the best dirty type. Texting, I like sexting a lot. Um, but, uh, any, but even, I, yeah, no, 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 phone sex, I think that I've had it with four or five people throughout my adult life. Like, you know, in those circumstances when you're a teenager or yeah, you're... Yeah, in high school, I had a lot. Yeah, in high school. Or, um... Like when my second, my future second ex-wife and I, um, like we're not together yet when I was still in Boston and she was still in Dallas, mm-hmm. like there was that time period and it was like, well, yeah, we're pretty much going to have some phone sex and like stuff like that. Um, but it is super but not hard. With, not with just like someone I was hooking up with or someone, whatever, you know, there has to be a circumstance. See, it's one thing if I, I've done it before where I've not been like actually trying to turn myself on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that's more enjoyable. If I'm if it's just a mm. pure performance, Interesting. it's much easier for me to like talk through it and like figure out what the other person wants and like yeah. give them that as opposed to like if it's like a we're both like trying to get off at the same time. It it's takes like one it, person has to be just doing the yeah. writing and the yeah, that's interesting. I mean as I so I try and follow in, I guess in phone sex, but but also like in regular sex, like my the default advice I think of comes from Dan Savage, mm-hmm. and he's like, look, he's like, basic dirty talking is easy. It's like you just need to say like, use your tenses. It's like, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I want to do to you. Here's what I'm gonna do to you. Oh my god, I'm doing that thing to you. Oh man, I just got done doing that thing to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's like, fuck, that's like a really easy formula. She's like, oh, man, I can't wait to eat you out. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I'm fixing to eat you out so hard. Oh, I love how I'm eating you out. Man, eating you out with so... Like, you can use the same yeah. thing, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck. Yeah. Great formula. But mm-hmm. here's the problem. Even with that, 
I get that. And then I get back to the problem that we were talking about earlier where it's like, okay, like what phraseology do I want to use? How do I want to mm-hmm. say eating you out? Right. Like, so like, this is a little cumbersome now. You don't want to be like, oh, I'm so deep inside yeah. you or, oh, I'm fucking you so hard. Right. Or, oh, I'm fucking you so deep. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, or no. do I want to be like, yeah, ride my face or, oh, you taste so good. Well, and then you got to you know, mix it up because if you already said one of them, you're like, oh, is yes. it still good if I say it the other way or do I need, uh, I can't be redundant, but like, what else can I say? You know? Yeah. Well, we're trying to write a good script and not everyone is, and it's not as important because it's, it's, it's easy to turn someone on with dirty talk. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, you and I might be harder audiences than some people, but I'm not that hard of an audience when it comes to dirty talk, you know? So I was going <laughs> to, I ran out of options of just like, the which hard, I'm harder than hard you jokes. jokes. I, know. Yeah. I know. I tried to just move on. I couldn't help There's it. There's too many. It's just coming at us from every angle on that one. So. It was like my fucking like ears perked up like, hmm? Mm-hmm. Hard? Is, is there a dick joke to be made? Did we say hard in any context whatsoever? <laughs> Okay. Oh man. I remember uh when I was in junior high having a lot of phone sex. Are we even sure that we're still recording? Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just checking. Sometimes we get high and then mm. <laughs> <laughs> things and it just stops in the middle. But yeah, I had a lot of phone sex. And I remember uh it was the, some of the most involved like sexual activity I've ever had where I wasn't just trying to like play it off. And I wasn't like conscious enough of like words and things that I was like, it was really good. Right. It wasn't anxiety ridden. Like it probably would be now, mm-hmm. but it was just like, uh, you know, like the girl on the other end would be like, what do you want me to do? It's like, what do you see around you? It was like playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you see around you? That's funny. Oh, there's this. All right, go pick that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, use that to fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Now describe it to me. You know, and mm-hmm. like, I'm squirting everywhere. Like some graphic phone sex. And then mm-hmm. like my mom be like, you you okay there? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just talking to so-and-so on the phone. <laughs> All right, just checking on you. We're going to bed. Night. <laughs> a lot of that happening. Gotcha. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, do you Skype sex is a weird thing. Skype sex is weird. It's hard to like figure out that you know what angles are we gonna. I don't, you said you are about. Yeah, because I like mutual masturbation. Oh sure. And that's just like a uh, kind of fun porny totally. version of mutual masturbation. Yeah, if you're gonna like, do mutual masturbation, it's like look, totally I like funny. I'm fine just sitting and staring at each other while we masturbate totally. and like just getting into the other person's body and no, like how they're doing idea. it. Right. It's probably better over Skype than in person. Even I would think. <laughs> just kind of. A weird voyeuristic element to it. That's yeah, and you said you never played around with like chat roulette or any of those things, right? I mean, I went on chat roulette, but yeah, I always meant to, really, but I just kind of would always forget. I, some <laughs> of the most like over the past ten years or whatever. Some of the most like horrendously dirty shit I've ever done has was on fucking nice. like Omegle and Chatterbait or chat roulette, and yeah, because like there were so there's what uh, kind of thing would you do? That's never been seen. I've definitely else. pissed in a cup before okay. for somebody on there. Okay. Did they uh, ask you to? Or yeah. Oh, I just thought you just that was how you no. They were started. like they were like I was like what do you want me to do? And they're like do you have a clear cup? I was like yeah. I'm like do you need to pee? It's like yeah, daddy. He's mm-hmm. like pee in the cup for me. And I was like word. Do you want my <laughs> underwear on or off? <laughs> like, 
um, lots of shit like that. Because so there was like two different ways oh to do god, it, right? For me, kids will all. Oh, who knows in. what they'll be doing? Oh my god! Like you could just go through and just try and find someone to like masturbate with, but like on a yeah. Meggle, you can enter in like keywords and you match oh, with people with similar keywords. Oh, okay. So I would put in a bunch of weird fetish shit to see like shit. who came up. So that was like fun, <laughs> like finding like you know random like dominance that would just like give you tasks yeah, to do okay. to fuck yourself right uh-huh. with in different ways to do things. The other thing that was much more shady uh-huh. is there's this thing called the Omegle game, uh-huh. and it was just like uh, <laughs> it was just like you you come up it's like uh, a Black Mirror episode, it, dude. It kind of is when I'm thinking about it now. It's pretty fucking weird. <laughs> So you come up and like, you know, you know, there you see the two pictures, you and the other person, uh-huh. but the other person wouldn't be using a webcam. They'd be like using like a program that would project like a image onto it. Okay. And it would be like, if you want to play type, yes, you hit yes. And it's like first wave and it'd give you five different tasks with point values assigned. And it's like smile wave, you know, uh, stand up, turn around like uh stick your tongue out uh-huh. and you do that and the person as you do it would type in like the points that you earn and keep a tally uh-huh. and then you have to get so many points to go on to the next slide so then okay. they get the next slide <laughs> and they get a little bit more racy where it's like show your cle like push your cleavage together like and uh-huh. then eventually you know you get six slides in and it's like fit three fingers inside yourself like masturbate for and two minutes and then meanwhile the other person is just getting po- like the person doing this stuff is just getting points they haven't seen anyone else. They don't have any kind of interaction. It's just a game. Yeah, you're just doing it to get to do what you're told, right? Okay. And you're earning these points, and like, um, you uh, don't know what the points are for. Well, there is no point. The point is just to get to the next page and be told what to do as you're masturbating. Oh, okay. It's like in like doing these different tasks, right? It's oh, kind see, of like this a dom is just for thing. you to get be a, yeah. A sub but the other person is probably jerking off on the other side of it, right? Right. And also, here's the thing: is that like, a lot of people were like you know you can record the video that's being seen so like a lot of people use it just to record people like masturbating sure which i like that's why like i'm part of me is certain that somewhere has like you know 19 year old trap tranny fucks themselves and like fucking yeah. like there that video has my face on it somewhere on the internet okay. right okay great <laughs> tell your kids not to do that everyone <laughs> So like it, when you were like yeah I don't think I've ever sent uh, like naked pictures to a lot of people I'm just like dude like I have lived the opposite life where it's like I've done some wild shit on there. Where That's the thing like, I want to tell parents it's like forget the birds and the bees you got to sit your kids down and be like don't show your face when you're masturbating for points online. on some kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. app. <laughs> When you're doing yeah. whatever daddy tells use, you, use tape on your fuck to cover apps. up your identifying tattoos. Right. Yeah. That's the kind of parent. That's the birds and the bees now. I mean, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. You Jesus know, I have no Christ. idea who was on the other end of the majority of those because it was just sure. a black screen. It was like. I mean, like, so when I was the age, probably the age range of what you're talking about, like it was just chat rooms for us. We didn't have chat roulette. We just had chat rooms. And yeah, on those, I absolutely talked to all kinds of people and had all those conversations. We just didn't have video yet. You know what I mean? It's just generational. The video thing is a different fucking ball. It's a different world. No, I know. But I'm saying that's the only reason I'm not judging you. Like, I absolutely would have done the same things. It's just, it just happened to be more contained when I grew up. So, but I mean, I experimented with all kinds of weird sex discussions and mm. playing and stuff uh with with strangers and 
yeah, definitely didn't mind any gender or age or anything that ever wanted to show up to one of those conversations. It's like, sure. I mean, Why not? You're just a stranger on the other. We don't know when each other's lying. And so you're just having those conversations. Like I actually like the, the things that you're doing are so wild and, and insane, but you know, growing up for me, it was insane. Like we were just talking to suddenly all th- this had never happened before. And suddenly we could just talk to people around the world yeah like and just stra- and anonymously and, and anyway oh so i mean yeah I, all kinds of sex conversations no one we're all i remember when we first got the now. internet and then like i still was so young i didn't wasn't it wasn't advanced enough to like chat chat mm-hmm. i remember when chatting first like showed up and like yeah it was just like a whole new world where it's like what do you mean i don't understand it do you remember those chat rooms did you ever have the like in the early days there would be these chat rooms where um (laughs) like the early the early days of like user friendly like non-nerdy people being able to have chat rooms um because i don't want somebody to be like there were bulletin boards before you were born yeah fuck you we're not (laughs) we're not talking about that in the early like mass use days there were these chat rooms that would just be these like huge chat rooms where uh, hundreds of people might be typing and you could just choose your own like font size and color and stuff and then and then you would like maybe and it was just like scrolling text yeah so you would just have to be like does anyone want to whatever you know asl six or whatever and then and maybe you would find someone to talk to and and you would get each other's attention in some way and you would have some device to or, or and then eventually they created like chat rooms you could go to privately yeah. to deal with that but yeah we were just screaming at each other and scrolling feeds of text for a while on the internet but you know, we've come a long way since I was we're just doing it in more privatized ways <laughs> yeah anyway those were fun days though like just these chat rooms just full of who knows who yeah who yeah i often wonder about who's been on the other end of some of my online engagements sure. you know because they they've seen me do things people no one else has or had me say things to them that no one else has ever asked me to or ever will probably uh-huh. right yeah and because of the level of anonymity it's like sure yeah why not yeah i love that kind of stuff i mean yeah even as a kid just just thrilling like being the object of someone else's sexual enjoyment. It's just like, whoa. Yeah. It's, it was really always interesting, especially once I got more into kink and fetish things. Like I've definitely gone on like Omegle and chat roulette, like as a puppy before, mm-hmm. like put on my whole puppy garb I and just like, know. and like just put a sign. Puppy that garb. <laughs> have we discussed that you have garb? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know so many weird things about Austin. I'm just like, damn it. Damn it, readers. Yeah, I had my puppy tail in, what? my puppy mask okay. on. Yeah, okay, but it's not like an outfit. No, no, it's, it's like just for a, putt play. It's a mask and tail. Yeah. It's not like like a onesie. No. Okay, fine. I mean, and I would like, I mean, I'd like to get a better mask and like get a harness for it. But that's why I have a collar and a leash. It better not be some fucking play. Ellie mask and tail. No, it's it's made after her likeness. Do you look exactly like your fucking dog? Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. That's why I did it. Austin, no. We play together sometimes. Oh, my God. I'll put the butt plug in and be like, come here, Ellie. Get over here. Is there somewhere people can see this? Do they have to get on chat roulette at 3 a.m. on a Thursday? (laughs) No. I know. I I was real into putt play, like, 
four, three or four years ago and like kind of faded out of it. Well, I still enjoy yeah. it. It's just a lot of work for me to like get your well to find somebody and like to really do it for me to do it right like to build a relationship with someone that wants to like be a puppy like trainer like be your owner and like to find someone that like balances well with what i want and then Mm -hmm. also to like you know build up a training routine and like okay get comfortable playing as a puppy again a lot of time yeah it's a thing but uh but anyway, so like I've done that with like a sign that just says like puppy needs a master mm-hmm. and like just sat there until someone like paused on it. I was like, all right, I'm fixing to tell you what to do, little puppy. <laughs> That's like, on chat roulette. You just, is that what you're saying? Yeah. You know how it just automatically yeah, yeah, cycles. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I just wait with that sign, sign nice. so I didn't have to talk or do anything. Um, That's funny. Yeah, I've done some shit like that before. <laughs> or like it was yeah. really interesting, like transitioning, like being like you know, trying to present as a woman, but like, you know, trying not to be one of the creepy, just like cross dressers. <laughs> it's like, you know, live your dream cross dress, but like there are some people who look kind of creepy and Buffalo Billy, <laughs> like on there. Yeah, it's easy and, to look a little And Buffalo so it's Billy, like, sure. and also like, you know, me being like straightforward and being like, look, I'm not, I don't want to try and like fool you. Right. Or sometimes I did. Sometimes I played that game. Where I was like, how long can girl, I get them? Will suck anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What do you want me to do for you, Daddy? <laughs> Tell me. Hastic is girl. Yeah. Sup, Daddy? Something like that. How to, how to get the telegraph version of your sign down. You should just wear that sign at, like, go on by a freeway. <laughs> like, Hastic is girl. Where, Daddy? Yeah. Daddy? Or just Daddy? daddy? <laughs> daddy? <laughs> there it is. There it is. There's your sign. <laughs> There's your sign. <laughs> 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 But no, uh, wear that sign next to what, like, in some some homelessy spot. Just wear that sign. About <laughs> like Red River and thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see who notices this. Which, like, oh, I'm not. I'm not looking for money. And just, <laughs> just looking daddy? for daddy. <laughs> yeah. The day when you become a daddy will be an interesting day. No, I was like, I've been talking about this with Loverboy. Is like, because um, I do think that I need to personally, I need to bottom a lot more before I can top. And like, I think that this is particularly in terms of a number of like kink things or scenarios or role plays or whatever. Um, I think that like I need to be the the bottom or submissive or whatever. Uh, the victim, whatever it is, in whatever the scenario. spin you want to put on well, it. Well, I just mean depending on the like scene, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, the the person being taken advantage of, whatever. Before I could be the the abuser or <laughs> whatever the corollary is, you know. Yeah. The, so, um, and I and I think that's because part of me just feels like I just am a bottom and a sub, you know. Not that I think anyone is 100% anything. Um, you everything's don't? a fucking spectrum. So, I, but I mean, I think that I'm generally much more of a bottom um, and a sub than I am a top or a dom. Although I don't know to what extent that's fluid or to what extent I could evolve. There's a part of me that definitely feels like, oh, I'm just being either like... kind of, Like I have a lot of childish instincts. I don't, I, I don't want to grow up. I didn't want to drive you want to have a real career, you know, or, you know, at least do any of the work to do it. And there's like, I feel very similarly like, 
an adult tops, <laughs> you know, but I also, so like I, I'm of a couple of <laughs> minds. One is that I just need to like, as I get more sex positive and experience and, um, you know, <laughs> just working with the right people to get more confident and whatever and comfortable that, um, I might just grow up into my toppingness. Um, or more comfortable with my gender identity or whatever the fuck it is that might be holding me back. But I also wonder if you, there is kind of like, okay, particularly if you're talking about dom sub type um, kink role playing scenarios. Yeah. Then uh, in, t- in my mind, like I feel like I want to be the altar boy before I'm the priest <laughs> because that's how, but that's how like those cycles are perpetuated typically in reality reality is like that yeah the the abused grows up to be the abuser and so i'm like even in role play i feel that where i'm like i need to i need to be on this end of things which i've wanted to be on my whole life um in order to to consider being able to be on the other end of things where you know what i mean does that make sense yeah that makes total sense and i mean you know a lot of people get into different sides of being like different BDSM dynamics because they've been on the other for so long mm-hmm. and they finally meet somebody who wants them to switch that up. And it's like, okay, well I feel like I want to do this for you and I've had enough experience on this, like kind of like level one or phase one rather uh-huh. I'm ready to move on to phase two and see what the flip side's like, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I don't. That's definitely been my experience with it. Other like, people, but there are people who start as tops and then learn to be bottoms, right? Right. Yeah. Because usually both ways. they have some kind of vulnerability issues about being on the receiving end or being. Well, yeah, and I think it just takes seeing and experiencing somebody doing that, and like having someone show you the different ways in which it can be done for you to find a jumping-off point for yourself. And sometimes you have to have that IRL and not just like via porn or the internet, right? You need to have that experience and actually see it. Wait, what are you saying? (laughs) Hold on. You're talking about a top person needs to see what? No, I'm saying either side. Oh. Like sometimes you need to like actually see, have the experience of seeing somebody top you in real life or bottom you in real life to let you see what the other side looks like and that the internet isn't always a good substitute for that. Like sometimes you have to have those. Oh, I see. In order to like learn by example, you need, you, you got, yeah, do it in real life. But yeah, it's just interesting that there are some people who need to learn how to top in real life, but bottoming coming comes naturally. But there are people who need to learn to bottom in real life, but topping comes naturally. Uh, Why do you think that's interesting? Because, again, I have this thing where I feel like, oh, I'm just a child and a lazy person who prefers to be a bottom, like, as opposed to these hard workers and uh, mature adults who are, who are topping, you know. So <laughs> I like I can't decide whether this is uh, like a joke or not, but I started wondering and I know I even asked you about it. I was like, can testosterone since my boyfriend's taking testosterone, could any of that be getting to me? Um, and I don't think it's really hard to find. These things are really hard to Google, actually. But 
I'm not sure that because he is like taking testosterone, any of that could just like leak out. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> no, but anyone who has like testosterone is transferred through the saliva. And so we now um, like to make lots of fun jokes about how he's giving me testosterone through his saliva. And my period is several days late now. So, you know, either he's gotten me pregnant or that testosterone is just seeping into my system and delaying my period. I'm hoping for a pregnancy. Okay. I think we need a new life in this household. <laughs> a little gender fluids baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll raise it to be the baby everyone thinks it'll be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, if, look, when you ask me that, you're like, can testosterone, like, do you think it can be, like, transferred, like, to me somehow? Mm-hmm. Just like, no, there's no way. Because, like, that's one of those things that if it was possible... We would all know about it, and I would have been <laughs> seeking out trans girls' dicks to suck years ago. Just yeah. like, give me that estrogen. Right-wing like, people would have been shouting from the rooftops about how, like... Yeah, it's contagious gonna, and transmittable. Yeah, but isn't that great? But see, I, I like to joke about that. It's like, see, lover boy, you are turning me more trans. <laughs> Every time we make out, he makes me uh, a little, a little bit more manly. I just like the idea of there being like the conservative government starting like some sort of like biohazard task force mm-hmm. to round up all the gays. Like, an, I guess this would be a movie mm-hmm. or a book, hopefully not real life, but because hopefully. we could theoretically fuck somebody into being another gender. Oh, yeah. But couldn't that, but then wouldn't that be true for like biological sexes also? Like, if that logical is true, then like. A cis man making out with a cis woman would technically be swapping like estrogen and like yes testosterone. So it must be bullshit. Well, what it, it's just a it's just a small effect. So no, I mean it it because that's what the theory is that evolutionarily, um, it's adaptive to for for penis people to be getting their testosterone into the vagina people to turn them on, because the testosterone elevates their sex drive, and so. It's like, um, so they're like even sloppy kisses maybe are more attractive to penis people because that's going to transfer more saliva, which will turn. Where are you reading this? I don't just, you know, I'm Googling stuff. Um, so I don't know. So sloppy kisses, I I could buy into that idea. Although I do know a lot of people that love super sloppy kisses. How wet do you like your kisses? Scale of one to 10. Um, it depends on the mood and the moment, you sure. know, like if I'm just going for like casual couch makeout, mm-hmm. like, uh, four. Okay. So just a little dry. No, not, not no, like no. a Chardonnay, but just like, <laughs> where are we at? <laughs> um, like a table red, you know? Yeah. If it's like more of a, if it's like a sexy, like I'm on top of this person, like makeout, mm-hmm. like I'd like to bump it up to about like a six. Like okay. I want like some definite like slobber in there. Mm-hmm. But if it's like we're fucking, like ideally, I'm like at it like a nine. Like I love, like I love being slippery and wet and slidey. So like if we're sweating and like kissing, just like super sloppy, like mm-hmm. that's the best, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, at that point, one fluid into the other doesn't. Yeah, matter. it's kind of hot. Like yeah, and that's the thing. Like the one fluid into the other thing is like there's just like a lot of either lube or like pussy juice or just like pre-cum or whatever just like rubbing around everywhere just 
See, I don't want a mm. bunch of lube all up in my oh, so stuff nice. that we're licking. I mean, maybe you oh, guys... No. Maybe, you got to get good lube. Yeah, maybe you're talking about, yeah, adding some banana-flavored lube. What lube? No, fuck flavors. Well, no, I mean, you can, but like, what lube do you use? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask. Lover boy. He, he uses some kind of like attention? feminist lube. That's what I call it. It's some kind of like... Of course, you're just like, it's, it's a feminist lube. It's just <laughs> probably a good, safe lube I'm sure it's a good use. one, but I'm just saying, like, I don't, I, I don't, you know... I personally use Sliquid, uh, which is wonderful. And you like the taste? It's not flavored, but you like the taste? Um, I don't love the taste, but it's not horrible. Well, I'm not talking about there's a horrible flavor. I'm just saying it like it doesn't. It not only doesn't add anything to me to think of like there being lubed and in, lube involved in the fluids that are really involved in the makeouts and the licking. It it like detracts it just to think that some of it's lube. See, for me, it's great because like I like it when it's you know your upper inner thighs are all covered in it, and so like when you're rubbing together, it's all like slick and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you know, like yeah, it's left on your hand after you put it on, so you get to rub it on someone's. I'm talking back about what's getting like, into your mouth because we were talking about sloppy kisses and stuff. Yeah, but I was just going off on a little yeah. lover rant of sure because I'm, I'm a big fan of slippery sex. Sure, yeah. Like I think that's why shower sex is both the best and worst sex. In best the world. and worst. I say like, you're wet, <laughs> but then you're so dry. Like that's yeah, it's not ideal. It's, it's not really the, tricky. Like, too. Water is not a good lube. As we those ledges s- we are tiny and often covered in soap. Yeah, that's dangerous, really. Um, if you're having good sex, it's dangerous. I mean, and that's also a good area for particularly sloppy kisses, because like if you're both kind of like underneath the water and you're just like letting water like fall over your face and in and out of your mouth, that's sure. great. Like I'm all about that. It's, but there um, is that ultimate dryness to shower sex and make out. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, like sweat. And natural lube and stuff really is the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is the best. Man, you know, that's the thing. There is like a whole like fetish and well, fetish and just people that are just into sloppy kisses Mm -hmm. and by extension, like sloppy blowjobs. It's like anything you're doing like with your mouth, like more slobber is often like better for a lot of people. Sure. You know, I just don't think if we, we need to, if we don't use the words slobber and slobby, then I'm like sure that <laughs> you I don't agree. like slobber. Slobber. No, that's like a dog. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. It's like a big old ugly dog. I, I'm all about, Wait, that wouldn't turn you off though. I realize, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all about like super sloppy kisses. I hate spitting though. Yeah. Okay. I fucking can't Let's talk stand about spitting. spitting. Now that scene in Brokeback, I'm that's all for a that different kind type of spitting. Of spitting. <laughs> okay, okay, like okay. If you're spitting on your hand, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. No, like, that's just yeah. You're but like, I fucking can't stand like watching someone spit on someone's pussy. Like, uh-uh. I don't know why, but I'm just like, dude, like, Are there's people who like spit dangling into someone's mouth. Yeah, that uh, too. Uh, no. The, yeah, the spitting in the face, the spitting in mouth. That's a huge thing, though. Like a lot oh, yeah. of people are into oh, like being it. spit just on. Pet. Yeah, and, like, like yeah. I've had someone ask me to spit on him during sex, and I did it, but in the, I was just like, don't spit on me, though. <laughs> <laughs> don't spit on me, though. This isn't a two-way. Uh-uh. I'm not actually in, like, yeah. I'm barely yeah. spitting on you right now. Spitting into the mouth and the face is, like, you know, just makes me uncomfortable, like, yeah. if, so far as hygiene goes. But, like, fucking spitting on someone's, like, pussy or on someone's dick even, I'm like, my, it angers me because it's such a waste of spit. Mm. It's inaccurate. Like, you know, it's not really, it doesn't serve any good purpose. It's just like, yeah. I think you could make that argument about a lot of sex things, Austin. But like, uh, (laughs) 
I just don't, I don't know where it came from other than porn. Like to me, that's just a very porn thing is to be like, Pleh. and I, I don't know how many people are doing that in their real love lives. I've had people spit on my dick before. And did they want you to spit on their No, junk? they didn't ask me to. Um, I didn't do it because it's just not part of my like go-to game. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like sexy how they do it. Like if it's like a slow like letting it drip out to like lube up my dick, yeah. or like slow like letting it onto like someone's well, vagina. I, honestly, it that's makes one sense. thing. It makes sense because as we discussed um, on a uh, recent episode, uh, blowjobs are difficult and and it's very dry work. And so if you don't want to have to like use lube on someone's dick then you're going to have to do something and you can only manufacture so much spit. So if you can manufacture some and, and then like you make it sexy the way you let it drip out all over their dick and then you use that, like, yeah, I could see that being functional and hot ultimately. Yeah. I mean, the thing for me is most of the time I'm hanging out with people or smoking. And so just fucking mm-hmm. cotton mouth. Yes. How does anyone deal with this? It's such a pain. I'm just like, our mouths are so dry all the time. You know what else we haven't talked about in a while? We need more sponsors. That's a good point. We have so many listeners that would be so good for buying your products. I don't know what your product is, but look, these people spend time. It's a sexy product. Yeah, why not? Like, look, they spend time writing us questions and sending us like naked (laughs) pictures and like details of dogs licking their pussy and gang things they get in so like if they have time to do that they have time to go buy whatever you're selling yeah and you hear us we're good at talking uh-huh. <laughs> we can talk we'll about sell it your for shit. Days. if you have a quality product we'll sell it um uh but i want yeah i want some sexy sponsors i mean i feel like even fet life should be sponsoring us they don't have that much money yeah but they get they got some money uh, man, I want, I want, you know, some of that fleshlight money. I know. I want, or even just that fleshlight product sponsor. Like, you don't have to, like, pay us, but if you just well, give we'll us, start like. start with free fleshlights. Give us a free fleshlight a month, two a month. One, yeah. one for each of us. And then for our, for our, for our, for our readers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking give them away at shows. Like, you're not mm-hmm. just going to get promotion on here. Like, whatever we're using, well, we're talking sure. about for everybody. And if you and if we get them and try them, we'll both for sure write jokes about them. <coughs> and then yeah. we'll tell them on stage in our, you know, it's just going to be more. Uh, uh, this is what a waste of opportunity that we're not fucking flashlights already. Flashlight, if there's a sex shop that wants to sponsor us, you mm-hmm. know, just give us like a 15% discount or something, you know. There you go. Uh, poppers, we can. We love poppers. We would love to sponsor you. One free bottle of poppers a month buys you four ads a month. You know, that's a great, that's That's a great value. Hell, I don't know. What else? I'm I'm open to just about anything, honestly. Um, What's our demographic? I could really use uh, like a dildo budget. I I, I need a, I need a dick, you know, so. We should just take you dildo shopping. Fine, but it would be nice to have a sponsor. If you sponsored me, you know, I was going to say I could write your na- the name of your company on my dick. That 
what's that smell? The kind of sponsoring we're talking about? No. <laughs> like flame flames. Uh, no, you know, I would love to get on this podcast and like extol the virtues of some dick company. You know, just like talk a about company. Yeah, or yeah, one of those. Uh, you know, whatever. Just good, good quality dildos. Um, you know who I feel like would end up sponsoring us is hmm. some fucking like survivalist like product like this is both a shovel and a shotgun and a toothbrush <laughs> all in one it's like and a dildo Come and on. a dildo <laughs> every product do you dildo. make lesbian survivalist packs Dil- dildo swiss army bug out bags time. that have space <laughs> for your dildos in it <laughs> <laughs> my dildo can unfold into a sleeping bag <laughs> <laughs> This Tegan and Sarah CD doubles as fire kindling. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I think three flannel shirts and a nice thing of uh, freeze-dried quinoa. Just add water. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so yeah. Any if you got some gay products, some sexy products, (coughs) um, just some cool products. Yeah, we can sell them to our weird, cool listeners. Yeah. I, I've been thinking a lot about underwear recently because mm. I've been doing a bit about used panties and we like talked about used panties like a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, when you do you ever have like a moment where you just like suddenly get a memory from the past? And you're like, oh, yeah, that's a thing that happened. Yeah. But you just hadn't thought about it. Well, I had time. one of those and it was about underwear. Mm-hmm. And I was like 16, I think. And my mom and I drove to Dallas to see Juanez at the American Airlines Center. Uh And I was like all excited because I was getting to go to Dallas and I was going to get to be, you know, a little gay. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I went and got my hair cut before in an outfit, but I brought an outfit to change into for the Juanez concert for after I got my hair cut. And the hell is Juanez? Juanez is like a Latin American, like pop star, rock star, singer. Okay. Yeah, he's huge. He's so great. I don't know. I don't know. Anything. I'll play you some Juanes later. Okay. You went to Dallas we, to be gay. Yeah, we're going to this Juanes concert, and I, the quintessential part of this outfit was these like super tight, skinny white, all white skinny jeans, mm-hmm. and I like had to change in the back of the car, and I was like, "Don't look back here. I got to change my underwear." And my mom was like, "You brought different underwear." And I was like, yeah, I was like, the underwear I was wearing before were too, like, loose. I need, like, tighter underwear to be able to wear them underneath these, like, jeans. And she was like, I think, I've never heard of anybody but women carrying around an extra pair of underwear to change into. And I distinctly remember, like, having, like, a good feeling about that. That feeling of, like, well, yeah. Well, I didn't know that at that Mm -hmm. point, really, right? I, I was just like. And that made me just feel happy. Mm-hmm. But like that spawned mm-hmm. this whole like thought process I had uh, like a few days ago of just like, fuck, dude, like I've been thinking about and put so much fucking work and thought into what underwear I wear that like I realized I don't think most people put that much effort into it. Right. You don't put any effort into putting them away around the house. Yeah, I'm very aware of your underwear <laughs> choices. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll work on it. Um, <laughs> uh, but, no. but like, because here's the thing is like, it's always 
for me, underwear is always like essentially a struggle between like fashion and function now. Totally. Because it's not just like, I don't need to see it to be comfortable, but like finding a good looking, comfortable pair of underwear that can hold a tuck is hard, especially with like my like waist and hip size and like mm-hmm. thigh ratio, like all that added in is there. Is there like a trans chick underwear source? There's a few. Um, I I wear some from this website called Trans Lingerie. And Dude, they're please just sponsor us Trans Lingerie. I mean, they're great. Like I, I have like, two pairs on the way right now. Um, Tight. Very excited for them so to get we'll here. So we'll sell the hell out of your shit. Only if you sponsor us, uh, or else this is the last you'll hear of your compliments. Yes, I'll only speak neutrally about you mm-hmm. from that one. But so I wear those, and then the other ones I just get from Target and wherever I can find that has yeah. like, if I find one that works, I try and buy a so bunch of So you have to try them. on a lot of underwear and dressing rooms, right? Well, that's the thing is like, I don't because it's like fucking awkward and weird. Totally, and well, like, that's what I was going to ask about. And not now it's trans chicks just trying on a bunch of yeah, underwear. Yeah, and hey, underwear is always weird in public. You're and wearing so. you're wearing un- other underwear over your dick when you're trying <laughs> these lazy panties on, right? Because <laughs> I don't always. I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes oh, I I don't with bathing suits at yeah, all. Yeah, because I you can't tell how something looks. I try to like leave it leave some space between my body a little bit. You know, I try I try to be you know to gesture I toward I fucking go because for me with bathing suits I have to see if it can hold my dick back. All right, see, so here's I'm not, the thing. I don't want that detail. All, there are all these like fucking trans girls out there with their like tiny non-working dicks uh-huh. and or like just like normal size non-working dicks. So it's not hard just to keep it in place. But like I have like a dick that very much still loves to work and is like not the easiest to get out of the way. Dude, I. And so it's just like having to like constantly keep my dick like tucked back tight enough to where no, it might not potentially get hard. Like it's so fucking rough. Yeah, you have to you have to be conscious of that and buy products that'll help. I, like so, I, what is the range of how big flaccid dicks are? I don't know. Like from your experience, like what's. I mean, I've had a bunch of, I've only had a few huge dicks and then some like, you know, a lot of just like normal size dicks. I I, I think I forget how small a flaccid dick can be. Yeah, they oh they can be tiny. They're so creepy looking. Some of them, especially uncircumcised. <laughs> I forget oh you God. hate uncircumcised flaccid Dude, dicks. Dude, okay, this we're like, just flaccid dicks in general. Well, this this really 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 amazing drag queen the other day at Pride like. Just, I mean, incredible performance, love it, blew me. And she, at fucking three o'clock in the afternoon, got naked. There were children around, and in fact, we were very close to a children's playground. Um, but it's still everyone just, you know, how queer people can be, and like, and the parents were, I think, happy to to have nudity in this way. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not a sexualized thing. This was a, it was very non-sexual. This was like a beautiful artistic uh, performance, and I just like really, really moved. But at the same time, you know, this, I guess I'm just going to use female pronouns, I think, for this drag queen. But um, she, like, her dick was so, <laughs> like, small and, like, dark and uncircumcised. And, like, I couldn't stop because I was like, that's so gross. But it's also funny because it's like, oh, but that's a, also a female dick, too. Like, because I think this person identifies as a woman, I think. And it... it and I was just like, oh, look at that tiny little gross <laughs> female dick. 
but it's so small and I forgot and so now that you talk about it like I always when I when I think of tucking I always think think of like shoving a big hard dick up under <laughs> yourself and I was like oh yeah, some of them are just like little things that you can I guess yeah. you, you know like right because you're not that's not you're not tucking a hard dick <laughs> anyway uh yeah, I can't tell you the amount of money and time and energy I've spent researching underwear. Well, yeah, I want to keep talking about Jesus underwear Christ. because now I'm in this whole place with it because I. It's a fucking crazy thing. Well, and some years ago, I like discovered the little boy short, or like you know, boy shorts became popular. Yeah. Um, and there's various versions of them, and whichever I don't even know what the thing is that works for me, but there's like some there's one particular product at Victoria's Secret. Cause I don't know where to shop for underwear anyway, you know, that like one, it, whether it, whatever it is, cheekster, hipster, boyfriend, short, whatever the fuck they call it. I don't even know. I just look at the tag whenever I go shopping and I match them and then, and then, but then they want to put these bands on top of it and it's just all not working for me anymore. Nothing's working for me anymore. And, but then Austin, you gave me, um, a bunch of your old underwear from your My old twink underwear. From your gay boy days, mm. now that we've switched genders, mm. and and uh, well, and I just was like, I don't know, because it, it most of them do have these bands, or they all do, and so, but waistbands, I'm, you mean waist, like a thick waistband, a thick waistband. But I'm learning how to deal with it, and I think you're, I don't, I don't know, um, but my boyfriend has taken uh, most of them <laughs> as his own now. And, uh, but I've kept a couple of them. Smash it. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, I'll never wear anything but jock straps again. Yeah. And. Dude, they're so fucking comfortable. I it's will like say wearing, I enjoy, yeah. I enjoy wearing that. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like in my gay boy days, God, my dick was just like constantly floating in like a nice cloud of like <laughs> Andrew Christian cloth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it's, it's sexy stuff. So I guess I have to figure out, anyway, I got to figure out where to buy underwear now. I can take you to some places. Tape lenders on fifth street. It's great. Oh yes. I've heard of this. Yeah. That's but also, again, I don't want to spend a ton of money. So oh, well. I have to remember that. We'll find you some shit online then. Okay. That's what we'll do. I don't know. We need to it's find other trans chicks who want to get rid of their old gay boy underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. We need what well, we need. There's got to be some kind of like trans clothing exchange Facebook group that's just like, mm-hmm. hey, everybody switch. Calling all twinks. Everyone who's switched genders twinks. lately, like who's still got clothes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wish I'd, I've always just wished I could like somehow find one magical line of underwear because mm-hmm. it's like it's a. It's a part of my outfit I wish I didn't have to think about, right? Like, mm-hmm. I wish I just had, like, a drawer full of underwear that I could just reach in and put That's any one the of idea. them on. Yes. Yeah. I, I haven't been able to do that in years. That I have sucks. to think about each pair that I wear because they fit, all fit a little differently and under different jeans they work better. And, like, what's my panty line going to look like in this dress hey, or this thing? Hey, being a woman it's sounds awful. Like <laughs> <laughs> your show, your call. <laughs> I mean, I'm about it, but it's just like, fuck, man. Like, because there's the thing. I can't walk with my dick untucked in a normal pair of jeans anymore. Huh. I don't. Like, if it feels weird to do, right? Okay. Like, my my natural gait and how closely I keep my thighs together, it doesn't work anymore. Okay. Because I've tried just to go. I have to be in, like, pajama pants or, like, a dress <laughs> to be to, able to, like. To be untucked? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I don't mean I don't know anything. I don't know anything about your like day to day tucking yeah. habits, or yeah. how that works, or what's uncomfortable or not. 
I have I have my favorite thing that happened was like uh, I was hooking up with this trans girl, and she like pulled my un. Oh, she was on the couch, and I was standing up in front of her, and she like pulled my underwear down, mm-hmm. and like uh, I kind of like spreaded my thighs so my dick could like come out, and like my I came untucked, and she was just like, "Damn, girl!" She was like, "That is a great tuck." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I'm like, oh, thank you." <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. You sounded like a gay boy. Uh, <laughs> like oh, but just like some people, because I feel like a lot of the trans women I've hooked up with don't have amazing tucks. And I think the reason is because like it's hard to pull off every day. It's mm-hmm. a lot of effort. And at some point, most people would just be like, fuck it. Right. But like Forget I just it, untuck it. I'm uh-huh. too OCD is she to or whatever to not be able to do it. Like I have to. You have to have it. It has to be tight and secure so I don't worry about it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't want it slipping. That's how I used to feel about my hair whenever I had long hair and it needed to be back in a ponytail. I couldn't handle it if it had any degree of like a hair slipping away or any looseness. I would have to do it and and it was so OCD. So, like, if I was imagining, I think it sounds like similar to your That's very close to it. Like, I'll have, I'll get to go to the bathroom to adjust my tuck because I'll either do it too tight or too loose. And then, Uh yeah, she gets thrown off. Yeah, you might have to chop that off. I don't know. Oh, I'm or playing it, it on it. Out, whatever. Cut Plug it open in. and tuck it in. Put, yeah. Push it inside out. And well, the, it in. the way I tell it is a joke. Is, uh, it's like I want to pay a tiny man in Thailand <laughs> to take my dick and cut up into tiny pieces to make a faux vagina. Like if you held a hot dog vertically and then cut it six ways with an exacto knife and uh-huh. flipped it in on itself, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a Chinese <laughs> finger trap. I think that is how, Yeah. <laughs> You want to do the finish of the week? Yeah, let's do it. Bang. Boop. <laughs> you want to, there's no weird name, but you want to just take a guess at what I've picked for you? How, what, how, of, of I, the, I'll give you the letter it starts with. Okay. E. You, you, eulogy finish. <laughs> that starts with the U. No, eulogy. E-U. Oh, really? Bitch, Jesus Christ. <laughs> not, the, dumb, not the urology finish. <laughs> eulogy. Oh my goodness. Wow. All right. Um. Wait, so... Starts with E. It starts with an E. Endocrine system. Used to have medical benefits. Still does, technically. Electrolytes. <laughs> used to have medical benefits? Yes. Yeah, st- used to be much more popular medically. Still is popular medically. Enemas? Yes. Oh, okay. Enemas. Yay. Enema fetishes. Gross. Mm. No. Feels so good. No, oh, come on. Okay, 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 okay. You know, you have you ever like, had an enema? Uh... I think I think so. Yes, like a like a butt douche, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did once. Yeah, because I was gonna have anal, so yeah, I did that. Yeah. Only once. Uh, yeah. I figured it'd be interesting with Maybe you. I did it twice because it was a two. I definitely bought a two pack, so I definitely did do it twice actually. Yeah. Oh, you were using sure. like an inducing enema, so like there's you know there's different types. There's just like the regular pump water up your butt enema yeah i think it was and then there's some that are like saline solutions that make you shit yourself that like it's like a laxative more or less yeah i thought that was what happened was i shot something into my butt and then i went and pooped right yeah that's what i did yeah 
Yeah, yeah. So, so there's just two different types. So there's that, but then there's also ones that where you just like pump warm water up your asshole uh-huh. and into your colon and then shit it all out. Okay. You do that three or four times. Three or four times. That one's actually kind of better for anal than like the one where it makes you shit yourself. Interesting. But if I but. shat three or four times, then I would wipe myself three or four times, and then I would feel like I would just be like tearing my asshole. What more? I mean, no, if you're doing it next to the shower, you know, you shit it out and it's like diarrhea where there's not a lot yet to wipe away. Okay. Right. So like you just kind of like wipe once and then the second two or three times you're just like, it's mostly just like slightly murky water you're pushing out. Okay. That's if you're getting ready for like, you know, deep dick and anal, but then you can just rinse off in the shower so you preserve your butthole. Yeah, but, okay, I see what you're saying. But there's like, so that's, but that's just like using enemas for like anal, right? Like that's mm-hmm. pragmatic. Like there are people with enema fetishes. That's what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, sorry. So. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I was just, sorry, my experience with enemas. Uh, yeah, I did that once. So you've used I know a lot I, of enemas. No, I asked. I, I was curious what your experience with it was. And because it's one of those things where it's a fetish, but and we usually talk about like if we would like enjoy doing it or not. But it's animas. Su- I feel like are I such a like common a theme. Idiot. You know, man, I feel like a fucking idiot. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna try having anal, and I had to go to fucking. I probably Walmart. I think I still shopped at Walmart at the time. I was twenty one, and um, and, and and go to that section near the condoms and just cr- crouch down to the bottom. It was like on the floor level. And then pick just price compare enemas and <laughs> <laughs> go up. To, they didn't have a self checkout, and you just, uh, had to, you know, and then get into the restroom, and then <laughs> just just be like reading instruction. That's such. <coughs> I just. I. I. Uh, how you can be so like easily sex positive? I don't know. I'm a whole s- squirting That's water up my butt in the shower in case, it, and then just being like, when does it, how does, it, I don't know the timing on this. Oh, it's how does coming. this happen? And then you're just like, okay, okay. And then you just poop. I don't know. And you know, I just feel like I don't know how to make anal be something where it's spontaneous enough to be hot when I you just gotta feel know the need to do all like, this. You got to know yourself and know when you're clear. Yeah. No, you're not. I don't know. I've yeah, I've had a lot of enemas. I'm not like into them, right? Like it's not a thing that like is like a fetish of mine. Mm-hmm. But like I definitely enjoy them. Yeah. Just because I've done enough butt fucking and like a good deep enema, sometimes it's nice just to like clear yourself out. Sure. Uh, I've always wanted to do a colon cleanse. That oh, seems, I don't want to do that. That, that seems so hellish. great. Like for my no, for my OCD, that's amazing <laughs> to think of just like pumping the whole thing clean. Oh. But uh, when I was younger, what I found out because I like was wanting to butt fuck, but didn't like know how to like clear myself out. And so someone online was like, just use water bottles. Like you fill a water bottle up and you just like sip on it. Yeah, and you squeeze and like just, like poop in the water bottle. And well, no, it doesn't really go back into. I mean, usually you take a shit beforehand. Not all. I don't have like a shy poop thing like you do. So I just take a shit, and then I do an enema to like get the extra bits out. You know. Mm-hmm. But but people that have fetishes about it are really interesting because they have like you know those drip. There's like different ways you can do it. We're talking about like squeezing methods, right? But there's also like the traditional enema kit with like a tube mm-hmm. that goes in your butt and there's like a giant like bag of water mm-hmm. hanging up that like giant. so you can do like different amounts where it's like 
their videos, it's like, uh, oh, she gets like a three liter enema, or this is a big, like seven to five liter enema. Um, there's like these kits that are sold where it's like a, you know how there are shower caddies that slip over your, their, your shower head to like hold like shampoo and things underneath it. They have those, but it's like a half, like an open like container. Like, you know, the things that go on like horses asses as they walk in public to like catch their shit. Uh Like they just shit into these bags tied on their back. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like that. But for water coming out of it, it's this giant thing. So you can just turn on your fucking faucet and there's a hose running from the bottom of that that you can put inside yourself. Just like pump yourself full of water and get like some like super deep uh, intense enemas. Okay. Um, there's a whole world built around it i mean honestly like the thought of enemas is appealing to me like i do like cleaning things out again for my ocd like i do like the idea of like thoroughly cleaning things out yeah um so i do like that and i i enjoy anal in theory very much does this appeal to your medical fetish at all because, like, there's a lot of doctors doing this to yeah, people and patients, but I right? Don't th- like, anything with someone else involved, and then when there's, like, a poop element to it, I don't care for that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that's ru- going to ruin my medical fetish if there's, like, poop involved. I just, I have a hard pass about poop. And it's, I'm sure that, um, I'm sure it'll evolve, but for now at least, yeah. Poop really ruins everything for me. Damn. Mm, I'm sorry. Yeah, this definitely also brushes up against the adult baby, you know, being given an enema and put in a diaper and then having to sit in it as punishment. Oh, my God. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want to sit in your own poop? And then this, like there's sitting uh, in your own filth. You know, people squirting enemas onto other people, like someone like voiding themselves on their face. Oh, man. <laughs> Why? <laughs> What so happened? Many, <laughs> so many enema possibilities. Uh, enema. There's the self enema where like you get an enema and then you like flip your on your back so you just shoot it up in the air and it falls down on top of you. You're just making yeah. this up. I swear to God, I'm not. People are poop squirted in their faces. Well, it's not always filled with shit. Like sometimes they've already had several enemas, and so like it's just like it's just ass butt water. water. <laughs> yeah, just ass water. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's also not from, always water. Sometimes it's like milk. People like milk enemas where you like shit milk okay. out or <laughs> piss enemas. You know, pissing in someone's butt. I just want our world to devolve into <laughs> such a like post-apocalyptic world that rich people are buying midgets butt water, <laughs> and that's like the only one. You know how Christina right? Tosi has cereal milk, yeah. right? We can just do butt water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just... <laughs> butt water ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not poo. It's a butt that's been enemaed several times. It's just the natural (laughs) pure butt flavor, and then we steep water in that. Look, it's cleaner than the inside of a dog's mouth. Okay, it's fine. Cereal milk ice cream. That's hack. (laughs) (laughs) Butt water. Butt water ice cream. Yeah, that's next. Oh, so if you want to sponsor us, (laughs) if you want to get butt water off the ground. Be a VC, you know? Yeah, we need some VC. If you're interested in butt water, we can, like, supply a few bottles at least. A few bottles a week. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if you pay for our enema budget. 
I've never had an enema with anything other than like water or saline, right? You mean like the coffee enemas? Well, yeah, I've thought about doing the coffee enema just Me to too. try Me too. I honestly put it on my Amazon <laughs> wish list <laughs> just in case anyone was ever like in my Amazon wish list. So I was just like, I'm just going to throw a coffee enema on there. Oh, we should try it as a house. It's like an apartment. <laughs> just try it. It's coffee enema night here at the <laughs> Safe Space Studios. Oh, my God. Well, let's start a meetup group that's just like for coffee enemas. Yeah. Guys, we got a lot of hey, floor space Hey, I need someone here. to teach me how to do a coffee enema, so I'm starting this meetup group. If you know how to do it. And they do, like, yeah, there's definitely a big coffee enema community in Austin. There has to be. Oh, I know there is from my days working at Picnic, that paleo oh, coffee shit. place. Really? Oh, yeah, our customers would talk to us about coffee enemas all the time. That's cr- rich white people. Oh Holy shit. I knew people oh. did it, but I didn't know it was that popular. They would go. There was this like business that would sell them for like $900. They got like a printout of every sensitivity that they had to every food. Like blueberries were, they were like, I oh my God, I am 17% sensitive to blueberries. I had no idea. I am 33% sensitive to bananas. Oh, of course, I'm a banana. You know. Did you know you're 100% a fat <laughs> <hit> right <laughs> now? <laughs> like, Dude, Christ. and then they would tell us about like, yeah, coffee enemas. They would soak their feet in some kind of thing, and then they, she said she like pooped an alien out. I don't know. Our, yeah, it was white people. It was just real. It was the white peopleiest place I've ever been. I mean, I was just gonna make some cold brew and get a surgical tube and like pump it inside myself. Like that was my best plan. Yeah, they have kits. Yeah. Fuck the kit. I'll make it. Yeah, I'm more good. of a DIY enema girl, you know. <laughs> yeah, hey, if if anyone if anyone listening has like a good DIY enema kit recipe, send it our way. Send it our way, we will do it and report back. We will do it and report back. Oh man, if you send me a, a DIY instructions, Austin will craft it. I I can't. I don't have skills, but. Can we do like a green tea enema, like a cold green oh, tea? Nice. That, that sounds way more pleasant than for sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it sounds more pleasant than coffee too. Have you ever done like any? This is kind of along the lines of like enema shit. Have you ever done like the vodka tampon or like put alcohol in your asshole or anything like oh, that? Oh man! By the t- okay, so the vodka tampon thing. As soon as I heard of it, I also heard that you know some people it, it like your body absorbs way more that way and so people were like really hurting themselves yeah it's a dangerous the dose and so i was just like i'm not i mean i haven't had a situation in life where i was like oh man i really need to be drunk like i was already old enough to, you know yeah so no but i i should i do kind of want to try it just because i like trying things y- yeah you should be super fucking careful i'll look it up yeah I'll but just, yeah I have. I've done it before. Like a fourth of a shot or something? What do you do? I like, well, I, you know, I've f- tried to fuck myself with just about anything phallic shaped growing up, right? Sure. Without a dildo. And growing I. up without a dildo. The opposite <laughs> smart story. <laughs> and I for sure, like, have. And also, I did it like one, like, had a beer and then, like, took yeah, half of it. Beer. Well, I like, used the beer bottle, but there was, like, half the beer left. And I was like, I wonder. And so just, like, tilted it back into Just myself poured it into your body. yeah and then also like in college i for sure also like purposely was like all right i did it with champagne once uh-huh. and uh once with like uh wine like the a wine, wine bottle yeah was in your not butt. the whole thing just the top of it Some and then wine. like like you know like i don't know how much was in the bottom and like tilted it back myself was it red oh, like no it was white damn <laughs> i got drunk i mean it works 
but it was not, pl- I mean, it wasn't a thing I would ever do again, but I definitely tried it. Mm-hmm. But I was just always curious because you hear about people butt chugging and dying of butt chugging, you know, like alcohol enemas. Yeah. Because like a side of the whole enema fetish thing is like, some of it's like for pleasure and some of it's for anal and some of it is punishment and then some of it just falls into like the purely sadistic kind of shit where it's mm-hmm. like you're getting like uh you know like a pickle juice and cayenne pepper enema no so it's like burning your insides like painful enemas, right no. yeah i guess people get off on that and that's great but the anima world goes so many places I go. I went to this party for a while, and this person had built a forced enema chair. It was this like giant chair that you get strapped in, and like you get. You mean like a bidet? No, it's like this wooden chair. It looks like a a large version of like an electrocution chair. Yeah. But your arms get strapped down, and your legs get strapped down to where you can't move, and like you know your necks like tied and strapped back, and it's built into it. Like it's built onto this huge base that you can like that you could theoretically fill up with water if you wanted or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's meant and you just open the bottom up and you can just shit into the bottom of it or just like let it out and you can't move. Uh-huh. But attached to it is like a pole to hook up like enema bags. So you put someone in this chair and you give them this enema and you just pump them full of water mm-hmm. and you just leave them strapped to this chair as they like shit themselves okay. into this like giant bowl. Wow. It was a beautiful creation, really. Like wow. just one like and at the parties that like this guy hosted, he would always have like disclaimers at the bottom where he's like, There is an enema chair upstairs available for use. Please don't use it unless you know what you're doing and you're experienced with cleanup. I do oh not want to be God. cleaning this up and I do not want my house to smell like shit. Like talk to me before you use it. Like Oh my god! It was fucking. Ho- it was so funny. Every time I saw that, I was like, "Holy shit!" No one ever. You, no one person used it the whole time I like was going to parties there. Man, it's like please be experienced with cleanup. I'm not <laughs> sure. like, I want the insider's guide to that cleaning up animals. You just, you just use those apps where a lady comes over. And she's, <laughs> she's like, "No, she sees the address." No. <laughs> 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 Sorry to say she, by the way. <laughs> but it's probably a she. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You want to leave it there? Yeah. What was our fetish again? Enemas. Oh, enemas. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. That was fun. Bye-bye. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's K-F-U-X. Peace. Ciao.